0: The horses
1: are on the track right around Australia on SEN track thanks to Racing Queensland this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collins
2: Kobe Ladd is just back behind them. Getting to the outside is Just Super starting to run on. Sweet Ways has pulled out deep. And then Better Rain taking shortcuts up on the inside. Going OK, but needs clear air. Debs Ellie just in front. Just Super. Kobe Ladd. Better Rain's run up behind them. It's Debs Ellie, the leader. Shows the way by a length. Better Rain's trying to come off its back. Debs Ellie, the leader. Better Rain's through to second. Kobe Ladd, Just Super. But Debs Ellie's going to lead all of the way. Debs Ellie defeated Better Rain, third over the line. Kobe Lad just super four stuck in a dream behenia Rock. Yes, Debs Ellie came in a first place runner and that of course is Sam Collett's 1000th winner. Welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I Alyssa Smith hosting. With Sam, what an achievement, Sam. 1000. You finally made it. <laughs> Woohoo. Yes,
1: thank you. It was so good and I was pleased it didn't take me too long. I managed to get to 999 on um, Saturday uh, on Rykon for Peter Roble, and I was just thinking, God, I know what's going to happen here. This is going to take me <laughs> forever to ride one more. But uh, lo and behold, I went up to Rocky for the Archer meeting on Sunday and managed to get Debs Ellie up uh, for an all-the-way win. And, yeah, success.
2: Success. <laughs> Can I just ask, during that moment, the audio we just heard, that final 20, 30 seconds of that race, what was running through your head?
1: Well, i tell you one thing. Rocky has the world's longest straight. I mean, that's not factual. That's just how it feels <laughs> when you're in front the whole way up up the straight. So for most of it, probably until the last maybe 10, 15 meters, I thought something's going to run me down. Hopefully nothing runs me down. And just trying to do my best, focus on my race. And then the last bit, I was like, I don't think anyone's going to catch me here. And it wasn't until after the post, I was like,
2: this is it. Yeah. This is my moment. Yeah. You won by a fair <laughs> bit too.
1: Yeah, she did. She's a She was the filly I sort of went to ride uh, mainly and obviously had a, built a book of rides around her. So she had won at the Sunshine Coast by the barest of margins to start before, but she was very decisive in the way she won at Rockhampton. Um, mm. So very excited. And Matt, here's a little a small side note. Matt Crop actually gave me my first Saturday winner when I was here, a horse called Tears of Love. So really cool. Same sort of scenario. Yeah. He led all the way. Um, so, you know, shout out to him too, for his support of me as well.
2: When was that first one? Oh my
1: goodness. You're asking me tough questions. Um, <laughs> I reckon that was like maybe November or early December. It might've even been mid to late December in 2021.
2: Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah nice yeah. work. Nice work. Yep. Oh, it's nice to always have support, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Hey, I've got to ask you though, because this is a world first. Okay. For those that don't know, Sam's now hit her thousandth race winner, her mum, Trudy, has done it as well as her dad, Jim, as well. So three, two generations, the three of you, mum, dad and yourself. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: It is. It's been, like I said, it's been more satisfying for me to get it done, um, you know, and... In- sort of recognition to the work they've done too, because obviously there's a lot more opportunity nowadays with the amount of race meetings when mum and dad first started, the opportunities weren't as much, especially for mum being a woman coming through the industry then when it was really tough, Mm. you know? And I mean, we know that she's still riding now and I won't say her age on radio because she'll kill me, (laughs) but, um, you know, she's still riding as competitively as she was, you know, 20 Mm. years ago and things like that. And dad's obviously now training, but, the most humbling part of it was all the messages, the texts. Everyone who had contacted me, people I didn't even know, followed the racing. I had a school teacher from primary school message wow. me, like Beautiful. things like that, or just so heartfelt. And yeah, it's it's sort of in the moment you get caught up, but you don't realize the, sort of how it really makes you feel until afterwards, and it all sinks in.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. that's amazing. So where to now? Because you've you've ticked that box. Yeah. 2,000? Yeah, well,
1: I, after my three winners at Ipswich on Monday, I've only got another 997 <laughs> left, so <laughs> the countdown begins. No, I don't know. I think the next thing for me is just, I mean, I'd love to ride it like a group one or a group two winner here in Australia. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're, you know, they're hard, to, hard mm. to win those sorts of races, but it's certainly within my grasp. Um, I've just got to be at the right horse in the right place at the right time.
2: Well, now that you've hit 1,000, you know, surely, yeah. surely you can get on one of those.
1: Oh, pump my own ties up a little bit. I think I
2: wrote all right. We reckon you did too. We reckon you did too. What was the feedback
1: from your parents? Oh my goodness! My sister was the funniest because she's um, she's the smart child of the family. You know, Um, she messaged me. She's like, "Dad has just called me." She's crying. a lawyer. <laughs> she's she? a lawyer. Shout out to Jess. I get to see her this weekend. And I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Dad, she said, "Dad called me crying." I was like, "Oh my." God. He's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, yeah, and mum was obviously, she's, you know, keeps her emotions in check. But they're both so proud. But your dad was hilarious because he said he almost tripped over the uh, the doorframe getting into the office while he was doing feet up
2: watching the last oh. bit of the race. And I was like, oh, dude, I hope you didn't knock yourself out. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. What does it mean to you hitting 1,000? Because it's such a big achievement. But personally, what does that do for you? What does it mean? I don't know, I think it sort of um,
1: solidifies my work ethic and, you know, when the chips are down and you sort of think to yourself, geez, why am I doing this? Mm. Um, and sometimes you think, you know, am I good enough to do this? And I think there would be most people at some stage in their career have probably had that moment where they've gone, you know, is this? am I really good enough to do this? So for me, you know, the thousand winners and setting myself that goal, especially doing it here, well, um, I mean... 1,000 winners may have come a little bit easier back home and NZ obviously trying to break in here with another 100 and something winners to ride. Yeah. Um, it could have taken a long time. Um, so it's just, I don't know, it's a little pat on the back for myself, I guess, to be like, no, you're doing all right, you know, keep going, you know, keep going, you're all right.
2: <laughs> and only 997 yeah. more to go to reach that 2,000. Easy money. How, how close is your mum to getting that 2,000?
1: Oh, certain. she's a little way off. I think mum's not far off 1,200 and, well, I think dad wrote about 1,600 and something. But yeah. he was
2: very quick to
1: remind me that I still need another
2: 700 winners to beat him. So <laughs> thanks, dad. I love this competition. Yeah. Hey, can we just say a very big congratulations right. to you, Sam? Let's, right. we've got the party hats on. We've got the poppers going. Ready? Go! Hey, And the stream is in the studio as well. All for you, that Sam. It smells
1: like firecrackers. It
2: does, actually. Hope the fire alarms don't go off, actually. Did not think that one through. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I just also must say, what are you gambling with? For free and confidential support, you can visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, Sam, we're just so proud of you because we know we've been talking about this for several weeks coming, and we were so excited to oh. see you cross the line. Uh, one job. Who you know hopes, I'm sure she would hope to do exactly the same and replicate what you've just done on the weekend, is our next guest and a guest who you know quite well. I do, yeah. I'm really, we you know going to talk to uh, apprentice jockey
1: CJ Graham, who's starting to really hit her straps in town. She hasn't long sort of made a uh, real permanent fixture up here in Brisbane. She's obviously, you know, made started to craft across the border down in New South Wales, but. She rides very well, CJ. She would probably say uh, she's her own worst critic, um, (laughs) which we all are, I guess, to some extent. But I mean, she rode her first Metro winner in town a couple of weeks ago and and obviously a a fantastic winner too to lead all the way on Wednesday um, at Eagle Farm.
2: Beautiful. Well, let's bring her in. Why don't we? CJ Graham, hello to you. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show. No, thanks for joining us.
0: I definitely agree with you there. If um, I could go half to the lengths that Sam has, I'd be one happy girl. It's um, a massive achievement and um, I'm sure there'd be um, plenty of other people looking up to her as, as
1: what I do. Well, I try and be a good role model most of the time, you know. <laughs> I try and sort of, you know, do my best and, you know, do as I say and not as I do or do as I do. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sure you know with your work ethic and the way things are going I mean you have to be absolutely ecstatic with you know the support you're getting and you deserve it too um obviously your winner with self-indulgent for Tony on Saturday and, and you know you wrote your winner for Kelly Sweeter too on Wednesday which you know they're two very high profile trainers up here in Brisbane so you absolutely deserve it and I don't think that the thousand winners is beyond your reach at all.
0: Thank you No, it was um great to be you know given those opportunities and to to get the job done it's you know how you're dream of it to go um obviously i've had a lot of hurdles along the way to to lead me to this point but i um you know feel as though everything's you know going quite well i'm I'm still living here in port macquarie i'm not sure whether i'll make the move or not but it's definitely very enticing with the way things are going at the moment
2: yeah how do you juggle that because you're racing in new south wales and also queensland how do you handle that because that's a fair bit of travel back and forth
0: it is a fair bit of travel. So I originally started here in Port Macquarie, and then um, moved, relocated down to Sydney, and I lived down there for almost two years. And didn't love the city, so to speak. I, I loved um, riding the horses down there, and you know, getting the opportunities that I got. It was, it was an unforgettable and amazing experience. But when I moved home, I, I just found as though just having my family and having that country sort of lifestyle um really reflected well on my riding um and I I was traveling back and forth to Sydney then um and then I've had a few injuries in the way and I, I then started coming up Brisbane way um and was just doing the traveling back and forth and um it is hard but I am very lucky that my master allows me to have you know the next morning off like I drove up yesterday morning and come back and wasn't needed to go into track work in this morning. So i got to sleep in. So it definitely makes it doable, but it is a
2: lot.
1: Yeah, I think I can 100% relate to how you're feeling there. Myself, obviously moving from, you know, NZ where mm-hmm. I had a farm and, you know, that rural peace and quiet, which is sometimes it's the mental freshen up that we need, especially, you know, when you're travelling and doing the hours that you're now doing. Like to have somewhere you can go home that feels restful. I think it's like very important. Um, part of your career um, and the longevity of it to be able to find that balance, which not everyone can. So even though, like you say, you're doing a lot of traveling, you probably wouldn't have it any other way in terms of like being able to go home, have that downtime and that rest and your family are close too.
0: Yeah, 100%. It definitely um, I find is a happy medium for myself, although it is, you know, a lot of driving. I am very lucky I've got um, family in Ballina also that I can stop over if, you know, the drive's getting too much. And um, I regularly stay with Alex Pattis and Baba Tillian. They've just helped me out, you know, massively, Not knowing that each week I don't have to make that drive back if, if it is too much. But in saying that, if um, the right opportunity, opportunity arose, And that was what I needed to do to really make my mark in Brisbane. I would be willing to move for the last bit of my apprenticeship. But it's definitely where I want to settle down here once that apprenticeship's over. I really do enjoy living here.
1: Have a little chat to me too about, you know, you had a few um, ups and downs with your career in terms of injuries and stuff. And I actually witnessed you have a horrific um, injury a couple of weeks ago at Doombin, a freak accident in the um, back parade ring. And I thought, there was no way that you were going to ride for the next week. You had a busted nose and, uh, you know, I just saw you on the ground. I thought, geez, Louise, this girl's had some bad luck. But I know that's not yep. been you know, the, the only bit of bad luck you've had.
0: Yeah, so I've had a pretty torrid run since um, since my apprenticeship started. Um, I was only sort of three months, three or four months into my apprenticeship when I had my first injury. I had a horse um, collapse on me at 100 and, I um I, it fell fell down and I broke my left wrist quite badly. I had to have um two surgeries of that and I come back and I actually come back to win the country uh apprentices title with only riding 6 months. So that was a That's that massive. was a massive um achievement. Yeah, and then I relocated to Sydney and I rode um you know some winners down there and moved home and things were going really well actually. I was driving back and forth to Sydney and riding on a Wednesday and Saturday and then Um, I had one bark me off on the way to the barriers at Lismore and I broke my back. Luckily, it was um, all stable, but it was a compressed fracture and that put me out for 12 months. It was um, a lot of rehab and a lot of things to get me back, you know, to where I needed to be. But I I got back and got going and I was only going for four months. Um, That's when I started heading Brisbane Way and things were starting to really kick along. And then I had another horse collapse with a bleeding attack and break down um at Grafton believe it or not same spot in the track
2: oh
0: same track Grafton I don't think you should risk. go there anymore I don't think you should race there at
2: Grafton <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what though I've had so much luck there and Unreal. just that it's just it's just the game hey it's just um yeah. unfortunate things that can't be avoided and um probably need to learn to tuck and roll a little i have a bad <laughs> habit of my wrist out clearly but it's probably saved my head from a bit more of a knock <laughs> yeah wow you must really love what you do
2: that's amazing yeah
0: i do i do i think um on the, i remember on that first wrist injury i i rode two winners on the day and because dad dad was riding on the day and he come running up to me and your grandpa um, i said i just Dead. yeah i said oh. i just need to ride my um I just need to ride the next race. And he said, you're not riding, you've broken your wrist. I said, no, I'm going to win on it. I need to ride the next
2: race. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> that's it. We're all mad, us horse people. We're yeah, a bit mad. Yeah, we are. And I think
2: that's <laughs> the first thing you,
0: you think of. Well, that's the first thing I think of when I get hurt. I'm just an absolute blubbering emotional mess because I know I can't ride.
1: Yeah, it's it's a disease, I tell everybody, horse racing of the best kind. like and you know, it's absolute credit to you and your character to keep picking yourself back up. Like we talked to Tegan Harrison a little while ago and mm. she was the same. And I yeah. just think, and you just can't explain to someone the hunger you have for it when, when that's what you want. But talk yeah. to us a little bit about your your winners in town, obviously you've had lately. You, I mean, I look at you and I think you're a very strong young rider coming through the grades. And obviously I'm not the only one to notice that because you're getting support from these big trainers. So just have a little chat to us about how that feels and, you know, um, like what it means to you
0: honestly for you to even think that I'm a strong rider really just boost my spirits because that's something that I, um, you know, always am really trying to improve on and, and trying to work on is, you know, be the the strongest and effective that I, that I can out there. Um, so that's amazing. Um, it's, it's just, yeah, I'm just so grateful to be just given a chance. I feel as though, you know, with all the hurdles that I've been given, obviously it was um, to lead me to this point and to lead me, Brisbane way and to be given the opportunities off trainers like Tony and um, Kelly and um, just getting the numbers that I've been getting. It's um, it's fantastic really, but that was a massive thrill to ride that winner for Tony on Saturday. Um, I, I don't know if anyone watched the um, interview afterwards, but I did get pretty emotional for some reason. It's not, you probably feel the same Sam. It's not until you stand there and they start asking you about it and they've got that camera in your face. It, it just, makes me think back of everything, you know, that I've had to overcome to, to get to that point.
1: Yeah, it's it certainly is the case. And I'm sure that won't be the last that we see of your smiling face in front of the camera in
2: town for sure.
0: <laughs> smiling, hopefully. No more <laughs> bobbering.
2: We're both pretty emotional here uh, too, yeah, don't worry. We yeah. <laughs> hey, CJ, uh, before we let you go, just quickly, where can we see you riding this weekend?
0: I am um, at... Coffs Harbour tomorrow, I think I've got uh, five, five or six there. Ipswich Saturday, I think I've got five there. Get a nice little Sunday off and then back to Tari Monday, I think I have a full book there. So definitely plenty of miles to be had and hopefully a few more winners.
2: Yeah, plenty of travelling. We'll be keeping a close eye on you. CJ, thank you so much for joining us here on at The Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. All the very best. Amazing. Yep. We'll Resilient. Oh, resilient, definitely. Coming up after the break, we'll have the latest in Queensland racing news. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track.
1: Queensland is your place to race this year. This This is the the Queensland Hoop. Hoop. With Sam Collin on SEN track.
2: Yes, so welcome back. With Sam and I bringing you the latest in Racing Queensland news. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sam, a big weekend ahead. And it all kicks off later today at Townsville. Then tomorrow, it is the Big Hollandale Stakes at the Sunshine. Coast where you have several rides. Yeah, seven
1: rides there. Um, fantastic to be up at the Sunshine Coast. You know, obviously a meeting that's normally at the Gold Coast uh, with the refurbishment of the track. It's gone up there. So massive big fields, great prize money on stakes. So, yeah, big day.
2: Big day indeed. And Zaki will be racing there as well. If Zaki does take out the Hollandale Stakes on Saturday, which $105,000 in prize money, the Annabelle Nisham-trained horse Will be the first one ever to win it three years successively. It'll Crazy. push them to 10 million in stakes too, unreal. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? Uh, racing continues in Ipswich, Toowoomba, the meet and Aquas Bow Desert tomorrow, uh, Morven, Longreach, Huenden, Gordonvale, Claremont and Berendowan as well. And then on Sunday, racing continues wraps up for the weekend at Gatton. Yes, busy weekend ahead. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I on SCN Track. It's been great to have your company.